Hello, everyone, and welcome to Squad Zero, a podcast about staying connected and sharing life with friends. I'm your host, Nate Hawkins. Today, I'm super excited. Special reboot pod to get it, get everything working again. And I'm super stoked to start this up again. I'm here with the guy who who drove the restart the podcast bus, Noah Johnson. Noah, welcome to the pod. Hey, man, I got chills just like listening to Squad Zero starting back up. I've been so excited. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Dude, stoked to have you on. So, Noah, tell us, you know, why, why did you want to do the reboot? And let me just give a little bit of background. I think going forward, we're going to have Noah be... Uh, hosting some episodes i'm going to be hosting some and we'll just kind of see how it goes and it just can be a space for just you know staying connected but no like why did you want to reboot it and uh what kind of what kind of your vision going forward yeah i just i really enjoyed i love listening to podcasts while i'm driving and when we did basically like season one quote unquote uh yeah (laughs) then every monday i would just listen to the podcast and it was super fun because I was able to catch up um, and having uh, a baby now and being super busy. Sometimes you just, everyone's at different internships or now around the country and it's only going to get crazier uh-huh. from here as people start graduating like this next year. And so I yeah. thought if we can continue the tradition going, then it can be a way for everyone to connect in a yeah. cool way in between the times that we're all together. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking six seasons in the movie. What about you? Yeah, six seasons in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess play it by ear going forward. But yeah, you're going to get a special doubleheader action coming at you today, 731, the official reboot. So, Noah, how is Utah? What have I missed? Utah is great. Honestly, right now it's way too hot. And I'm not even in the worst of the states that I'm sure that squad is in, like, san antonio mm. texas i feel like that could be the worst but i don't know how it's how it is there weather wise yeah we're going to so we're going to austin next week oh, and brutal. every day it's supposed to be like over 100 and apparently it hasn't rained in, oh yeah and so san antonio is like an hour away from that it just sounds crazy hot yeah corinne's brother's in dallas on his mission uh-huh. utah is hot but not that bad and other than that like we've had some cool thunder storms uh oh no way recently so cool. not like the super long where it's just raining for hours on end, but at least a little bit of reprieve. Cool. And yeah, so it's been super fun here. It's weird because a lot of people are, a lot of people that I know from school are gone and it's just been a very different summer. Yeah, I bet. How's, how's Corinne and how's Beckham? They are doing great. Beckham is massive now. Like he's grown really? crazy. Yeah. So he's five months old, almost six months old. At his four-month <laughs> checkup, he was the height or like the length of an average nine-month-old. Okay. At and four months? At four months. Yeah. Okay. So he's already, he just grew out of any pajamas, have to be like nine-month-old at least, uh-huh. if they have like feet in them, because he's just oh too gosh. long. Anything, it has to at least be six to nine-month <laughs> clothes or higher now. And he just weighs so much. His favorite thing to do right now is to bounce. And he has this okay. little A-frame bouncer. And we yeah. put him in it and he'll just bounce for like hours. It's crazy. <laughs> so he's just, he so like he's, already, he's already working on his hops. Leg days growing. for days. Yeah. I'm worried he's going to so, skip arm days. He will not <laughs> skip leg days though. So you've, have you already given up any hope of him being a power forward or does it just look like he's just going to be pure center based off oh, of his height? I think pure center. Really? Yeah. Right now. I don't know if he'll be able to be a power forward. 
Because I know you ended up playing some forward just because Big Rich was out there. Otherwise, you would have been a center on almost any other team. Yeah, and like on other teams that I was on, it was with like Yoli Child. She's more of a forward, but yeah. So yeah, but I was more of the center on that team. So yeah. who knows? Beckham might have an upset and be a uh, power forward. Yeah. But right so now, what do you think final height will be? Oh, I don't know. I think at least six eight. I'm really? thinking six ten. Do you Just, know? Is he bigger than you were? That do you know at all? He's I think longer than I was, but I was like bigger weight wise. Okay. So that's the other it's, thing. It's funny that with babies we talk about like how long they are instead of like how tall they are. I know. Like, it's because they, just, they don't stand up or anything. So it's weird <laughs> to be like, oh, he's this tall. Yeah. And but he's really, like, he's that. Yeah. He, he is crazy. So what's the biggest like expectation versus reality moment with having a baby? Like either something that you thought would be like just like really hard and it hasn't been or something that like you didn't even know was something that you had to deal with, but it has been like, whoa, like, yeah, babies are hard kind of deal. I feel like it's just like the time, you know, that when you have a baby, like you have to take care of them all the time. It's not like babysitting where you like go and are with them for a little bit and then leave. Uh-huh. But for the first little bit, it was just like, yeah, when are, when are these kids, this kid's parents going to show up? And <laughs> for a while it was like that. And then yeah. I think it's just life is like not the same. Going to a movie mm. is not just getting tickets and going to a movie. You need to find someone to watch the baby. And then yeah. even while you're there, you're, oh, the expectation is we need to be back by a certain time. We have to plan our schedule yeah. around what time does he need to get to sleep? All of yeah. those type of things. So you're just, you're not in charge of your schedule anymore. You can try uh-huh. it all you want. I can be like, oh, I'm going to work from this time to this time. And then it's just, he's freaking out or he just wants to play. And it's, you know what? I'm going to throw that plan out of the window and just be with him. Uh, and then just like sleep has been crazy just because you always think of a newborn stage. It's, oh yeah, you don't sleep. But like recently, then he goes through sleep regression where he's waking up mm. a lot more again. And then he just started teething. His first tooth just broke through. Oh, And that joy. is just like super painful. Yeah. And so like he's crying and it's probably due to that because he takes a nap and then he just wakes up crying because of the pain yeah. of teething. Yeah. Well, you can, can you imagine just having a bone? poking through your flesh for the first time crazy stuff sounds awful (laughs) yeah i don't know like i'm amazed that we're like born with that and then it's just yeah but you're not ready for it yet so just wait (laughs) funny yeah so just like big time commitment yeah but i it's also so it's definitely something that like i don't work quite as much as i used to and a lot of those type of things where it's just it's definitely that time commitment, but it's also super mm-hmm. satisfying. There's nothing better. That's awesome. I want to mix in, you know, a couple of fun things along with kind of the recap connection. So let's split this up a little bit. I asked Noah to prepare, and this may be something we bring back in future pods. I asked him to think about his top three board games all time. So I know that's going to be, I, I knew it was going to be really hard. So that's why I wanted him to do it. And I'm really interested in what he's come up with. And top three, I don't know if I asked you this, but let's rank them one, two, three, so we can get a, a top, like your favorite board game all time. Okay. I went a little bit, so I was thinking if this is my top three board games, or if this is what I think are like the top three board games, I went more uh-huh. on the side of like, for me, but what I also just think are like solid board games. Well, like they should be ranked really high by everyone. Yeah. Board games. And honestly, a lot of these are ranked pretty high. My number one uh-huh. is... I think might be number one on Board Game Geek, but rightly. So we'll get to that. First up, I want to go with honorable mention because I usually, this is usually my cop-out answer of when someone's, what's your favorite board game? I always say 
a game from 1986 that's in my dad's collection that I can always say just because I know that nothing's ever going to top it nostalgia wise and okay. that is mystic wood you can't right. buy it anywhere so you need to come play it with us if you want to play it <laughs> it's essentially like you lay out a randomized forest or this mystic wood oh i think i played that yeah yeah. so you're one of five different knights <laughs> mystic wood <laughs> and you have to move around the board and you have a quest but the quest yeah. is totally determined by where the card is in the deck so it all comes down to who your person is and where the card is in the deck yeah. Because you could be George who just needs to kill the dragon and the dragon could be the very bottom. So you have to explore like the entire wood to find it. Yeah. Or you could just find the dragon on the first turn and just be like, sweet, I'm going to kill Game it. Over. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those games. And then there's typos in the rule book. There's typos on the <laughs> cards. And, but it's one of those games that it's what got me into board gaming more than anything, just because it's what I played with my dad. And yeah. so it's from his I'll, collection. That. It's that just classic board game that i absolutely love so yeah i don't think from a perspective of what's like the best board game it's not on the top three but for me it's not the best board game like actually ever made <laughs> yeah but it's fantastic and i think one of my life goals is to do a reprint of it so I'd be able to like see if i could get the rights to it or just oh, recreate wow. it just slightly differently and reprint yeah. it so yeah probably type yeah because i remember like the animation it was like or like the design yeah the graphics were it's like really bad oh horrible and like the gameplay it makes it didn't nope. make total sense a lot of the time and you could get screwed over in a heartbeat yep exactly. you just draw the wrong card and you're like stuck for yep. like and then you just get turns. stuck in the tower yep so that's my honorable mention i will go number three it's a cooperative game called spirit island okay. which is like pandemic but it's an asymmetric pandemic type board game so asymmetric each person is a different spirit with, with different abilities. And so you could be, there's one that's like the, oh, what's the name of it? Something, the Harbinger of Death and Nightmares or something like that. So like okay. all of your things, is, you're just trying to like incite fear in these villagers. And so essentially it's that these people are coming to colonize this island and your goal is to eradicate them from the island before they destroy it building and stuff like that so wow. it's similar to pandemic where you're all working together against a quote-unquote like ai type experience where you're not the the board is playing against you so you're all working against it but unlike pandemic which has a little bit of where each person has a role like there's a ton of strategy that goes into it because you're collecting different power cards you're having to energy to use those each time there are some powers that are slow that come before the villagers or the colonists take their turn and some that come after you have to work together and say oh if i move these people here then you can do this and like thinking through all of those so it's a really fun game i think it's one of the best cooperative games uh and that's we awesome. love cooperative games so that's yeah, my number three. I, lo I love a good co-op yeah because yeah sometimes games can get a little too cutthroat but if everyone if either everyone wins or everyone loses yeah i like that uh-huh so it's great number two for me is cosmic encounter which oh yeah you've played i absolutely love that's Cosmic a great encounter. Game. you can play up to five people essentially there's 51 different alien races and you will be one of them the gameplay is super simple so it's really easy to pick up all you're doing is encountering other people but the biggest twist is that you have the destiny deck or the deck of destiny that you draw to know who you're going to encounter so it is a super like high highly interactive game where you're playing with and just basically like almost combat-esque type things the entire time and then inviting people to be your ally but there's no hard feelings because it's all based on 
the destiny deck and just it's just such a wacky game because each alien could be totally different and each game yeah. is totally different so yeah no yeah i would yeah i i yeah i do appreciate a game where it's you can't team up against the person that's winning okay like the deck said i have to attack you so yeah. i'm gonna do it no it's awesome but, yeah i would highly recommend that game anyone hasn't played it so i'm gonna just run through a couple other honorable mentions that are fantastic games that should be played but i didn't put them in the top three list some of them would include terraforming mars wingspan yeah. Yeah. everdell lost ruins of arnak azul and many others interesting so. that azul made it there oh, i was thinking azul is one of the be best games to introduce to someone that doesn't play board games to get them to really mm. like board games because it's simple enough to pick up but yeah my also, mom likes it so yeah like parents <laughs> love it so you can play it with anyone and so that's the reason i have it on the list is because if we're doing like a double date with someone and it's the first game that i'm introducing and someone hasn't played a lot of board games that's like the first one i go to I go to yeah because by one turn you figure it out and you finish the first game and everyone goes oh i wish i would have done it differently let's play uh -huh. it. definitely up there and I'll just give a shout out to Catan. Like it's one of the classics and yeah, it is. But in my opinion, like it's the start of so much goodness in board games. And yeah. so all of those games are great, but I would say my number one board game is Gloomhaven, which oh, is yeah? a massive, it costs at this point, I think $150 or something, big box huge campaign game essentially you are a character that is it's almost like a role-playing game but instead of role-playing where you're like saying what you're doing you have cards and abilities that dictate that so it's like a deck management game where each scenario is different you're playing different abilities it's cooperative with everyone but you also have like specific goals that you're going for that could help you achieve your career goals retire your character play as a new character unlock things in the game it really feels like the value of playing multiple video games, but with other people, because there's mm. so much in the box that you're just unlocking. And so I think it's been a revolution for campaign style board games and Kickstarter board games that have been getting bigger and bigger. And like bang for your buck, you can play so many games and it never really gets old. So are you in a campaign right now? Yeah, so Corinne and I who's, play- Who's on your, who's in your, who's in your, what, your party? Yeah, so the nice thing is like you could, be playing. Do you have a dungeon master? No. No. It's everything against the board. And so each scenario is different. So you don't need someone to like be setting something up game wise. You can just play. And Corinne and I play quite a bit on our board. Like we have um, a copy of the game. And then my dad has the original Kickstarter copy of the board game. Right and on. so we used to play a lot more with him. But lately it's been a lot harder to find times for that. So Corinne and I play. We go on like stints where we play a couple, two scenarios every day for a couple days. And then yeah. it just gets really hard, especially having a kid then yeah. that doesn't want to cooperate sometimes. So what's the name of your, you have the same person throughout every campaign, right? Yeah. Or throughout every per So who's your, what's your guy's name? Oh, what's my guy's name right now? I just retired my last character. And I'm trying to remember. Oh, his name was Grimly instead of. <laughs> Gimli and I had a rat swarm called Glee. It's because in that campaign <laughs> we had been playing it with Corinne's brother, and his name was like Leg Legless or something like that. So we were just doing uh, uh -huh. a play on that, yeah. and I can't remember what the name. We just barely got new characters. Both of us retired our previous ones uh -huh. like in the same turn, and so now we have new ones. So that's the other you retired thing. them means you like you willingly put them down, or is retired mean they died? 
So you have a career goal that you're going for and you're supposed to keep it secret. Sometimes you just say it just because you're talking about it. But you have that career goal. And once you attain it, then you're done. You get a new person and usually unlocks a new class of character. And so you could play the same one, you could play any of the unlocked ones, but a lot of times it's fun to try out something new. Again, it's just for what you get out of the game and there's gonna be Frosthaven that's coming out soon. If anyone wants to play Gloomhaven and doesn't wanna just come and play it with us or they're like, oh yeah, that sounds super fun for me to play. Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion is a smaller box, Mm -hmm. 25 campaigns, and it eases you into the rules a little bit. And so for anyone who wants to get into it, it's great because it's half the cost, super fun, shorter story you can like feel like you just finish it all off and then that same all of those same characters it's basically an expansion for gloomhaven as well so all the gloomhavens are uh powered by kickstarter yeah actually the next gloomhaven the publisher that did gloomhaven they're switching over to a new thing so cool okay so to reiterate top three board games all time according to noah johnson number three was spirit island yep that was called spirit island number two cosmic encounters and number one, Gloomhaven. Okay. You already here first, folks. That, it's really hard to choose. Ask me again in a week <laughs> and I'll, I could say new board games. Yeah, if you've seen this man's board game closet, you know that was not a simple thing to come up with the top three. No, I was fretting over it all day, even at church. Hey, glad you had that to think about during church. Yep. Yep, was- all right, Nojo, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I know you work at a place called Bamboo. Bamboo? Yep, Bamboo HR. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the internship and I don't know if you're done with it yet or what you've been doing. Yeah, I have no idea. Clue it's in. Yeah. So yeah, I'm working at Bamboo HR, which is a company based out of Linden. They do HR software. So things like when you apply for a job, how do they track you from that point to when you're high, mm. when you're in a company? How do you track time? How do you get paid? How do you see who's in the company? Basically any sort of HR operation um, for small to medium sized businesses. So on my team, I'm doing front-end software engineering. So I do a lot of the interface things. We work on a cross-functional team. So it means that we have front-end engineers, back-end engineers, a designer, a product manager. And so all these people on the same team that we work together and we're in charge of that first thing that I talked about, which is called like applicant tracking systems. Okay. And so it's from the time you apply to when you're hired or not hired, all of the software that's involved with that. So my big project has been rebuilding their public facing job site page. So all of like the job listings, rebuilding that to work with their new kind of technology stack. So a small or medium company buy this software from Bamboo? Yeah, it's like a SaaS, like a software as a service product. So Uh they subscribe to that based on how many employees they have. And then they're able to use that to optimize their HR workflow. Okay, cool. And have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been good. It's been like different than what, so it's been exactly what I was hoping to get out of it, knowing, Mm -hmm. so in the past, I've worked a lot in freelance things on my own, in small companies, startups with my dad, stuff like that. So I wanted an experience of working with a team in a bigger company. Yeah. And that's exactly what I got out of it. Not knowing if I want to continue in that or want to try something new. For right now, I'm leaning towards try something new uh, this fall and winter and then decide from there if I want to go back to a big style company, continue. <laughs> I think I'm going to be working at a startup soon, possibly, that's like a little bit more established, not like a startup, <laughs> but okay. one that's growing. But we can talk about that in a second. But yeah, that's basically, it's been good. Very different though. Okay, cool. And you go into work or you work remotely? Mostly work, work remotely. I've gone in a couple what? of times. Why is it called Bamboo? They just liked the name. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bamboo okay. HR. The one really likes pandas. And so there's a panda mascot, basically. It's very cute. Okay. Yeah. But can't argue with that. Oh, Sterling works there. Yep. So Sterling's another, I think he's front end engineer. So I see okay. it every so often. Okay. Right on. And so is your, you've been working on, you say, a front end stuff for, for people who apply like tracking, tracking, tracking applicants mm-hmm. until time of hire. Have you been able to, is it ready to go? Have you like produced, have you like deployed it or is it still like in the works? No, it's still in the works. I'm finishing it this week. And then I have this week, or I have two weeks left, two and a half weeks left basically. So it was a long internship. I started oh, yeah. a while ago, uh, which was good. Like it gave me a lot of experience, but then I, so I'm doing two weeks and then I'll do like a half a week, just wrapping everything up. So by the end of it, it should all be deployed and everything, at least my cool. intern project. And then some of the other things that I've worked on have been, but those were small things here and there. Okay. Why don't you tell us about some of your side projects that you, cause I know you always got some cooking up on the side. So outside of your, what kind of things do you have that you've been doing this summer? Yeah, I'm going to, I follow you. So I should say, I follow Noah on Twitter and every once in a while he's, here's my blog post about, yeah. Oh yeah. Noah has so, a blog. Who do you even know? Yep. I have actually a couple blogs. Um, it's got a couple blogs. Yeah, I have one that's more like consumer technology and thoughts on like Apple products or reviews of different applications for I did a good notes versus notability breakdown or talking about more just the consumer side of technology. And then I have another blog that's more technical articles that I started up this summer as well, but haven't had a ton of time to work on. So those are the main. So I have those side projects going on. My main contracted side project that I only work on here and there a little bit now, but I worked on it a lot at the beginning of the summer was an automated paddleboard rental system for a company on Utah Lake. So Uh you can go onto the website, book a paddleboard. It sends you a code. You go down, type in the code, grab the paddleboard, go out, come back and put it in. And it's totally automated. You don't even have to talk to anyone. Okay. So it's, what was I using? I went, so it's like a bike sharing system. Yeah. A little bit like that. So they have a But it's only for paddleboards. Just for power. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, trailer like... down there. Yeah. Okay. And it's all locked up and everything. So I worked on that, still doing some things here and there. They actually want to expand. Maybe I won't say too much about that, but you'll hear more about it in the future. Juicy deets. Yeah. So that's been really that's cool. fun. And then on top so wait, of that. So wait, so sorry, have you been working like making the app or? Yeah. So I built the whole okay. website reservation system. Right. Okay. Right on. On top of that. I've been doing, so I've been writing, doing some videos, went to a conference, speak at some, you've been writing, like writing blog posts, technical articles, like how to on the technical side of like, how do you create a multi-page form using a specific framework? And something like that is something I want to get into in the future. And so just practicing doing that, that, and then I've also been working on, I'll just hit a couple other things doing a lot more. So I've been doing a podcast for AIS, which is the Association of Information Systems, which is the club that is uh, part of my major. And so So you got two pods going on. Have two of them going on right now. Two blogs, two pods, two two jobs. Yep. One basically. (laughs) Yep. No announcement. (laughs) Just one right now. With that, I've been interviewing different alumni that have gone through the IS program and talking about their career path after graduating and helping give advice to current students. 
And because IS is really broad, like you could be a software engineer or you could be a chief technical officer of a company. Like there's so many different things you can trying to help students see exact paths that they could follow okay. and what could help them choose which path is best for them. Is it worth a listen for the casual observer? It is not out yet. And I'm still working with BYU oh. if I can do it publicly or if it can only be distributed to AIS members. I do not know. But it's part of a tech talks, which is what I'm in charge of down at BYU, which is part of AIS. Every other week we do get togethers where we learn about new technology and career paths. And so this will be the career path side of it to expand on what I'm doing with those. I have one semester left of AIS, so I'm just going all out trying to produce uh -huh. a bunch of stuff for them while I can. Okay. So I should note that Noah has this like insane podcast set up. It's got like a super nice headphones. It's got like a nice like microphone. We're using this like fancy software to record this all. So Noah's like, Noah does this officially. It's super fun. And I wouldn't say like officially, but it's definitely something I enjoy doing. So okay. he does it as a hobby. I do it as a hobby. He goes hard it's, as a hobby. It's not making any money. But that's okay. <laughs> okay, so you got two pods, two blogs, two jobs. Anything else? No, I just think like hobby-wise, I've been doing photography more and video work. Um, helping my dad get stuff set up in that regard. I can send out a video, like an ad that I did for them. Okay, uh, it's time for some Marvel trivia. So I went and looked. I just Googled 50 Marvel trivia questions. Oh, and man. obviously we're not doing 50 questions. But I cherry-picked four of the five hardest and one that shouldn't have been hard, but I couldn't get. I'm so go for five. You might, you just might go. Over five. Okay. Sounds good. Actually, I don't know. I'm like, like I've seen all the Marvel movies, but I wouldn't have gotten any of these. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little rusty. So yeah, but I don't know. You, I feel like you've seen a more, you like more involved and some of our audience members also might be a little bit smarter Marvel wise. And, uh, could maybe get anyways <clears throat> question number one pepper Potts is allergic to what strawberries oh nice How'd that you is know from that? iron man 2 tony stark stops at a strawberry place when he has his convertible full of that massive model thing that's basically disneyland that helps him discover the element to save his life with the new arc reactor okay so there you go i did not know that okay question two this one, I like, I don't know why it's so hard for me. Nick Fury wears an eye patch over which eye? I'm like covering each eye to see which eye <laughs> seems. You got a 50-50 shot. I would say it's, oh, but then you're like He's watching the movie. So which way is? Yeah, no, it's like the whole like mirror like versus reflection thing. I know, I'm like thinking of the scene in Winter Soldier when he like opens the eye patch or takes it off, but yeah. I can see it going both ways. So I'm going <laughs> to say... He wears it over his left eye. That's right. Okay, sweet. <laughs> nice. Okay, question three. Oh, actually, there's six. Thor played what video game in Avengers Endgame? Fortnite. Fortnite, correct. What are the names of Wanda's twins? Oh, I should know this, but it's not Pietro because that's her brother, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not Pietro. I am going to have to say... I do not know. Okay, that is the wrong answer. Yeah, that's right. Billy and Tommy. Oh, I, sh I was going like for unique names. Just yeah, classic. Should have just gone out Pietro. there. <laughs> I know, that's like the first thing I thought of, and then it just swayed me. Okay, five. So you're three for four. 
Stan Lee made his final cameo in which Marvel movie? That would have been... I would have had no idea, by the way. I'm I'm probably going to shrink the time, but know that I am taking forever trying to think about this. A massive edit coming up. Whatever. Captain America Civil War. Avengers Endgame. Ah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yep. According to Parade.com, I don't... I haven't back-checked any of this, so if someone thinks I'm wrong, go ahead. Nope. But it is an endgame. It's when they go back in time, and he's in the car and drives away. Yep, that is mm. correct. Fitting. Okay, Okay. final question. You're three for five. What's the name of the amulet Doctor Strange wears around his neck? The Eye of Agimoto. Oh, nice. That one was no hesitation, just so that you yeah. know. The last one, I, did, I will edit it down. <laughs> immensely that one was right right yeah, off that one, i knew that one yeah that one i think you were like already thinking about it before i asked you because i actually have it yeah i traveled was, back oh, in time to to know what you were i just told you what website it was on so maybe you just went there no i did not go there i i promise all right okay four for six i'd I'll love to it. hear if any of our listeners can beat that or if anyone gets zero or one love to know that too okay so Noah, last two things i wanted to ask you before we sign off Number one, give me like a highlight or two of the summer, something fun you guys have done. And number two, what's something you've got coming up that you're really excited? Awesome. So I think highlight, I'll do two highlights of the summer. First, just the highlight was Jason and Cassie's wedding. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, uh, I was going to ask about that. How was it? It was great. Good food, good company, good times, (laughs) good times. Yeah, great golf course. We couldn't hit any holes, but hey, no, that was really, it's just awesome to see him so happy and both of them so happy and it was a good day. And then I would say one of the fun things we did was we went to 22 of the 24 Parade of Homes houses. I think there was 24. So we went to almost all of them and watched the virtual ones for the last couple that we couldn't make it to. And we loved it. It was so much fun. So I didn't know you were into homes. Yeah. So we're looking to get a house in the next year. I guess that's there you go. coming up. That's why we're living with my parents right now. Yeah. Over the next year, trying to save up, but the housing market is horrible. So yeah. we don't know when it will happen, but we just really like Parade of Homes because you can see all the different things. What do we like? What do we don't like? And yeah, yeah think that. about so, what fits you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. other than that, I will say what I'm looking forward to is that this fall, I am teaching an, a class down at BYU. It's oh. I, IS303. Professor Nojo. Yep. Intro to Web Development. And so I'm getting ready for that. And I'm probably not going to be working any other jobs besides just writing and doing like technical articles and stuff like that. So just dedicating all any my... more work besides your professorship. Yeah. And just dedicating all my time to like creating learning resources for students and for others. So are you going to make them call you Dr. Johnson, even though you're not a PhD? No, that would be weird. How about soon to be master? <laughs> soon to be master Johnson. Master Johnson. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Is anyone? Yeah, someone listening to this should take the class and tell us how it goes. Dude, I'm, I'm going to look up your ratings on Rate My Professor. Oh, man, I do not want to know my ratings on there after. I'm like so <laughs> nervous for that. That'll be brutal. Dude, so how'd you get that gig? Yeah, Dude, not really. like a wizard of web dev. So I'm really heavily involved in the IS program. Teaching uh-huh. is something that I really want to do, and I've talked with them about that. I might get a PhD, but I more am interested in the teaching rather than the research. And over the next couple of years, my goal would to be would be to get enough experience to be able to go back and do a teaching professorship where you teach mm-hmm. more, but do you don't do research. And so 
I would need at least probably five years of experience in yeah. industry in order to do that. And so that's what I'm working towards if I really enjoy this experience this fall. And so they just invited me to, to teach. Cool. Good luck. Maybe I'll come sit in on your class sometime. Thank you. <laughs> come enjoy. <laughs> All right. Anything else we should know about before we sign off, Nojo? Nope. You'll be hearing from me in future episodes too. So it'll be great. Okay. Great. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And we invite you back probably, I don't know, probably next week to your future episodes. So yeah, everyone take it easy.